catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Some 10 decades ago, there was a race to have basic literacy skills because of the industrial age that took over the world. In recent years, there's been a lot of discussion about a fourth industrial revolution that many people still have not come to terms with, especially what skills are needed and how the factors of production and consumption overlap. Coding is a basic literacy skill in this digital age, and it is important for kids to be able to work with and understand the technology around them. Having children learn coding at a young age prepares them for the future. Coding helps children with communication, creativity, math, writing, and with their confidence. Once a child gets to the age of reason, Kids as young as six and seven years of age can start coding and learning programming basics. In fact, coding for kids has gained popularity rapidly in recent years as technology becomes increasingly part of our everyday life. Kids who learn to code when they're young can set themselves up for a lifetime of opportunities of success. When Convexity announced their 2021 free kiddies coding camp, I was excited first because it was one of the many efforts on the continent to equip these children to be able to create and or recreate their future. I was also excited for the idea of equipping children with such current ideas like blockchain technology. Of the top five skills to learn in this decade, like artificial intelligence, cloud computing, business data analytics, digital or social marketing, coding is one for the future. In this episode, we'll be speaking to the children who came top of the coding class and two of their tutors who helped shape the few weeks they spent learning to code. They'll be sharing their experiences with us and from them, you get an answer to the rider we put out today, why your child should learn to code now. Omar Bashir, Nathan Wasi, Shane Demi, Ileru Lua are the kid coders with us, while Victor Omachi and Abdul Hadi Hashim, the two tutors with us today. All things are going digitized now, where you have virtual work, virtual remote economy, e-transactions going up all, all over the place. So if you find that the world is going digital, it is only sensible that you begin to train our school children to go digital. If we continue teaching them A is for Apple, whereas their mates in China are learning machine language, coding, artificial intelligence, we will find that they will graduate and it will be as if that school is a scam because they will find that they've graduated. But what they taught them and what the market needs is different. So we've got to integrate all these into the curriculum, teamwork and collaboration. You have to teach them to work together in teams. They have to be critical thinkers. They have to be problem solvers. They have to be innovators. They have to have the right digital literacy, not the ability to yahoo yahoo, but the ability to use technology for their own productivity. And of course, you have to teach them the skills of personal leadership so that they are able to go out. Leadership is not positional. Leadership is also influence and what you can do within your own little community. Africa Tech Radio. We're talking to the children, the kid coders, on their experience or the experiences uh, during the coding camp. Nathan, did you face any challenges? Let's start with that. Uh, could you share some of the challenges you faced uh, during the coding camp with us? The only challenges I actually faced, I think that it was actually on my computer or from the computer because it had some issues which actually delayed me. But we fixed that and I'm on. Okay, how about Omar? Did you face any challenges? My challenge was that sometimes we try to fix the camera, the camera won't, it won't stay in a static position and all. 
we actually mistakenly deleted it once, but at the end of the day, we did our best. And okay, Shane To be honest, I didn't really face that much challenges um, because this isn't my first time coding. I coded a few years back, and also, um, well, the only issue that I had was with my computer because my computer is such an old hag. It's just terrible, but. At least now it's not as terrible as it, as it used to be because back then it was always running into problems. I couldn't even access the internet with it, but now I can access the internet with it and it's working better now. So before I get to your tutors, is coding difficult to learn? Because there's some children and some people who feel, ah, coding, once you just say coding, programming, they're like, ah, no, that's going to be like difficult. It's going to be like maths, like difficult maths problem. So Shane Demi, based on your experience with this one and the other ones, uh, the other time you, um, when you started coding, is it a very difficult thing to learn? Um, I'm going to be honest. This is what I've always been told. Coding isn't that hard. If you don't put your mind to coding, it will be hard. But if you put your mind to it, like, I really want to learn this thing, then you'll find out that it's not as hard as you feel it is. Because I really I really like coding, I like playing games, so I really wanted to code, and I put my mind to it, and here I am. How about you, Nathan? Do you also share the same thoughts? Yeah, actually, the same thoughts. But if you like, if you don't allow that spirit, your mindset, if you don't, your, your mindset, if you don't arrange your mindset to the right way, you have lots of difficulties. And because when you're coding, it's not only like me, you have, you must like, have some partners and some friends in that coding. Wow. Omar, what do you think? Actually, yeah, coding isn't that hard, like they said, like they said. And if you put your mind to it and work very hard to try one particular goal or try what you're trying to achieve in that particular test, so even and you put your mind into it, it won't be hard at all. Since our teachers actually tell us what to do, they correct us when you have mistakes. At the end of the day, we have done a very good with our results. Very interesting. Now to the tutors with us here, Abdul Hadi Hashim. So on a general note, how do you describe your experience teaching children to code? It's it's very interesting, um, especially because while they're kids, they have a very high capacity to learn fast. So we took advantage of that and we were able to teach them a lot in a short period of time. So it was very interesting, especially to see the zeal that they naturally had. So it was a very interesting process and we hope to do this another time. Wow. How about uh, Victor, Victor Machi? What's your experience? So um, the experience was was actually very comforting. I wouldn't lie. Teaching children has always been a passion of mine. But I didn't take the coding part. We did more of the blockchain part. But seeing the way they were excited to learn about this new technology, I think I see a future for the digital space for children in Nigeria. Now, was it very difficult teaching these children? Because this is a lot of people who are adults even have issues with the idea of blockchain technology itself. So a lot of people don't don't understand what it means. So was it really a difficult task teaching children, introducing children to this new idea? Okay, um, first of all, it was was a little tasking, I won't lie, trying to break down blockchain to what children can understand. But to my surprise, they actually understood it much more than the basics were giving them. They wanted to learn more. They wanted to know 
how exactly this works. And I don't think I had any any difficulty like that, but they were very fast in understanding things. Wow. So aside the fact that you had to think of a way to introduce it to them, were there any other challenges, any other, any challenging parts of, you know, the whole camping process as a tutor? Uh, okay. First of all, we know children are restless. Children hardly sit down in one place and we had a good number of them. So trying to, trying to direct this one, do this, trying to tell this one, don't do that. It was really, really stressful, but we just have to find a way to go about it. You know, um, children don't need to be shouted on all the time. Once you once you tell a child something sternly, then they will listen to you and they will understand better. Okay, so share with us your most exciting experience. One of my most exciting experience was during the exam day when they finished their exams because we used um, a certain app that works where we see everyone's score a question and all. So it was very, very competitive. The most exciting part was when they had their names as the winners. One of them carried me, literally carried me up in the air. And <laughs> I was filled with joy then, <laughs> seeing the joy on their faces. And it was, it was, it was so, so, so euphoric. That Abdul Hadi Hashim, like I've heard exam parts as an exciting part now from like three people, right? Is Was this also your ex- most exciting, you know, experience? So for us, it was, so part of what we took was game development. So what was the most exciting thing about was when each of the students came up to present the game they had made themselves. That was actually very interesting. And you could see how proud they were of what they'd done. And it helped them in their public speaking and presentation. So that was actually very interesting and very nice to see the results. Okay. And and, uh, share with us your challenges too. So the first thing was the access to device. So we did not have enough Arduino to go around. So we had to divide the students into groups. Because of that, by default, when you have people divided into groups, not everyone will understand at the same pace. So we had to repeat one concept at least 10 times before everyone was able to grasp it. So that was challenging. Assuming we had enough equipment to go around, it would have been far better. But due to shortage, it was challenging on how to spread that across the entire room. Right. A lot of people have talked about how, you know, the learning to code and learning these new technologies, uh, they are like the future. Uh, what do you think about these thoughts? Oh, there's definitely some truth to it. Right now, I do not... I can, for example, in the field of artificial intelligence, there is no field in which not going from medicine to engineering to construction, every single field, artificial intelligence has a role to play in it. So if you are good at programming, you can go into something like artificial intelligence, therefore increasing the space in which you can go into. So yeah, it's definitely the future and honestly the future is right now. And anyone that can take advantage of its opportunity, I would advise them to go into it, irrespective of how old you are. Because it's always good to start from a younger age. But even if you are older, that does not mean it's over for you. Briefly, before we get back to the children, what inspired you to be a coding tutor to these children? While I was learning programming, I learned it for free. I did not pay anybody to teach me. So I saw an opportunity to also give a free service to those that may want to learn to do that are interested. And uh, all, I all before now, I used to teach in school already. So uh, teaching has always been an interest of mine. So I saw an opportunity for me to impact my knowledge upon those that are interested in it. 
Okay, Mr. Victor, what inspired you to participate as a tutor to these children, especially in the new technology blockchain? Mm, all right, thank you, Tony, for that question. Um, with the advent of blockchain technology, the world life has become much more, much more easy. And Nigeria is like um, a forerunner in this technology, but not many people in Nigeria actually have this idea. Now, there's something they say, if you teach a child, a child will teach another child and teach a parent also. So teaching the children was very exciting because as soon as they left, they would always tell their parents, oh, this is what we learned, this is what we learned. The parents were so, so, so inquisitive too to know. As a parents are not asking us, when are we going to hold a program like this for adults? So <laughs> it, is, it is very, 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 very wonderful to see that children actually want to learn. And I love the way children learn things and use them well. So I was so, so overjoyed to help out. Wow. Let's get back to the children. This is more like a party for the children. Now, um, let's start with Nathan. Nathan, if you have an opportunity to convince a child like you that's listening now to start learning to code, what would you say to them? Um, I'll say that coding is an opportunity for you to um, embrace the creativity skill that you have. Like in coding, there are many aspects. There's robotics, there are games, and there are even graphics. So if every everybody has a creative, everybody has that form of creativity in them. So for you to embrace it, I'm I'm encouraging you to go to coding now and start. Mm-hmm. How about you, Shane? What would you say? If I had a chance to tell a child about coding, first I would see if they are passionate for it, if they are passionate for it and if they put their mind to it, then they will certainly succeed. Someone once told me that if you want to do something, you have to put your mind to it. If you do something without putting your mind to it, it's almost the same thing as not doing it at all because things probably going to come out as a failure. Mm. So... So truly, if you want to start coding, the decision is yours. If you are going to take it seriously, then go ahead. Mm. Wise and words. Yeah. Continue. You want to wrap that up. And also, um, there are also some people that will, they will be angry at you because he um, because wants to code. Don't worry about those people because a wise man once told me, because people will obviously like you for coding and they'll be happy with you for coding. So someone once told me, don't focus on the people that hate you. Focus on the people that love you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wise words, wise words. Nice one. Omar. Actually, first of all, I'll ask those children if they actually enjoy playing games or going into mobile apps. So obviously, most of them will actually love to do so. So I'll ask them, wouldn't they want to make other children or, or other adults too happy playing games, going into mobile apps, making life easier for them to chat with their friends, families, or maybe a person they've never seen before. And actually, I'll tell them they can use cryptocurrency to make their life easier by not um, by eliminating the use of third party. Um, and also, I'll tell them, um, for those who like who like going into um, coding, them too can actually encourage their younger ones or even their other ones or parents too. To go into coding, to go into coding. Wow, very interesting. Omar Bashir, what would you like to study or to become in the near future? Actually, I want to, I want to be a pilot in the future. That was, that has been my, my, my dream since I was a little boy. 
I want to go to an aeronautics school, but actually, I'm thinking I want, I don't want to school in Nigeria. I want to go to a place in Dubai where the aeronautics schools are actually very good. I've, I've heard in some places that in Dubai, they have the best aeronautics schools in the world. Wow, beautiful. Very beautiful. How about you, Nathan? Like, I want to become a programmer. Whoa. Okay. So this is like major, this is like a very big or major step towards what you'd like to study and become um, in the near future, right? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And Shane Deming? So I'd like to become a programmer as well. I'd like to become a programmer. Um, I'll soon start learning animation. So I also want to become an animator. I'll start making my own TV shows. And I'll start also start making my own games. I've even come up with a name for studios that's um I've already come up with a name for the studios for where I'll be making my games and shows. So I have a very, very, very big dreams. Make who knows, maybe I'll pass some of the biggest gaming and entertainment companies in the world. Yes, 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 yes. I would like to be a part of the success story too. So once you're ready, right, just contact us through your Twitter or through Convexity. Contact us and, you know, we'll push it, you know, to the highest and highest levels, right? Okay, sir. Yeah, thank you very much um, for coming, uh, you know, to discuss with us to help other children and other parents understand why it's important for their children to learn how to code now, not tomorrow, not in the future, not next tomorrow, but right now. Coding is sometimes looked at as hard because it's new. It's thought to be hard because it's new to a lot of us, you know. Now, coding on its own is fun. Learning to code about making things, it's like the language of the world right now and in the near future. It goes beyond future careers. It helps build resilience and instills persistence. It helps to improve academic performance and helps children learn faster because ordinarily children learn faster than adults. In addition to computational thinking and programming skills, coding fosters the development of functioning skills such as problem solving, planning, mathematical thinking, and kids will be equipped with a skill set that will assist them down the academic road as this also strengthens their academic skills. We say thank you to Umar Bashir, Nathan Wasi, Shendemi, Ileru Lua, the kid coders who joined us in this conversation on why your child should learn to code now. Um, Umar Bashir, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. For, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Umar Bashir. Thank, thank you, Nathan you, Masi. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, and thank you, Shaindemi Lerulua. Thank you. Namaste. Yeah. Yes, you're not just learning coding languages, you're learning other languages too. <laughs> thank you, Abduhadir Hashim, <laughs> uh, one of the tutors. Thank you very much for the opportunity. And thank you to Victor Omachi. Thank you, thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. Tony, for having us. We are extremely grateful. Yes. I hope with these few points of ours, we've been able to convince you and not to confuse you reasons why your child should learn how to code. And a big thank you also to Convexity for organizing uh, the free Kiddies Coding Camp and for linking us with these wonderful and great students, kids and tutors.
Thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.